So no one told you that life was going to be this way. Your job's a joke. You're broke. Your love life is DOA. Doesn't it feel like you're always stuck in second gear? Well, when it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year, when the rain starts to pour, I'll be there for you, like I've been there before. And because you're there for me, too. Well, we're certainly here for you, dear listeners. So welcome to the Tavern. It's Monday night, and it's time for trivia. Welcome back to the Pub Quiz for Your Ears here on Monarch Radio 95.1 KVCM, the voice of Valley College. Kyle Sarah here along with you tonight for your weekly round of trivia-induced alcohol. We're not actually drinking on the air, I promise. Joining me in the tavern tonight are two up-and-coming actors laboring in the Hollywood trenches, and they're cooler than the other side of the pillow. In seat number one, first, he's a commercial and music video actor and future children's book author. Originally from Turnersville, New Jersey, it's Edward Rafter. Edward, welcome to the show, buddy. Hello. That's all I have to say. Hello. That's all you have to say. Hi. Hello. You're from New Jersey. Yeah, you got you to be able to say more. I, I feel like the more we say, the more we dig ourselves in that I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> the, the more you dig yourself into that Hollywood trench, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to say I'm more from uh, Philadelphia sometimes because we're like the leftover Pennsylvania side of Jersey. I see. Yeah. Now, I know you don't want to give uh, too much away about the subject of your book, but I want to ask you, you've acted in commercials, you've acted in music videos. What inspired you to write a children's book? Uh, moving to L.A. and not working the original first uh, few weeks of moving out to this new state, and I always kind of wanted to write a book. Uh-huh. And one day I just sat down and started, and then weeks later it kind of became a thing, and the person I'm competing against has read it. I have oh. friends that have read it. Uh, You're competing against someone to write a book? No, 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 no. The person I'm competing <laughs> against tonight for this... Uh, ah, I see. You know. I was kind of like, is your opponent writing a book too? Oh gosh, I hope not. <laughs> we all are book authors. Well, speaking of your opponent, in seat number two is your roommate and our first female contestant on the show. She's one of the performers from the solo performance show It's Personal, taking place at the Complex Theater in Hollywood, and future host of the Elephant in the Room podcast, originally from Dover, Pennsylvania, it's Georgina Captain. Welcome, Georgina. Thanks. You're competing against Edward to write a book? Explain that. I'm not... <laughs> Well, here's the thing. There's no competition. I'd be better at it. Yeah, probably. Oh. No, I agree. <laughs> no, the gauntlet has been thrown already. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, I, what he meant to say is I've read it, so yeah. I am one of the few that have like, actually read the children's book. It's great. Oh, it just okay. needs to be illustrated. Good. Right? I cannot draw a stick figure, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be a book of just stick figures. <laughs> no, no illustrations whatsoever. <laughs> it's just words. It's not really a children's book. It's oh, dear. It's a, a dense long novel. Poem. Maybe it's going to be a children's <laughs> book that looks like it was written by a child. child. Yeah. That could work. <laughs> uh, so, Georgie, what exactly is It's Personal? Um, so, it is a group of solo performers. Um, this is the second show that I've done. Monthly, they do uh, shows that have a certain topic. So the first one I did was horrifying. Mm-hmm. Each solo performance gets a cha- or performer gets a chance to write their own piece. We try to keep it under five minutes. Okay. Um, and you write and perform your own piece. Included in that performance is like an action, essentially. Okay. So it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to your piece literally, but sometimes you'll be up there with string, kind of tying something up together, mm-hmm. um, adding a little extra element to that. So nice. this show is gross. So we're all going to be talking about <laughs> what gross means to us. Literally, the show is going to be gross. It's going to be gross. Good. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, well, good luck to you guys. Uh, all right, gentlemen and lady, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. It's game time. Okay. Gosh, <laughs> time permitting, we will play up to five rounds of various trivia challenges, fun puzzles, and other tests of mental strength. Ed and Georgie will be competing against each other. The player with the most points at the end of the game will be our winner and will earn bragging rights for the next 167 hours. Again, we encourage you, the listeners, to play along as we go. Our first round is the general knowledge round. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a series of open-ended questions. Buzz in with your answer and or unhelpful smart-ass comment. One point per correct answer. Please try not to buzz in before I've read the entire question, and please do not answer until I've called your name. As always, I'd like to start off with uh, some current events. <laughs> As we sit here recording this episode tonight, March 18th, yesterday, March 17th, was St. Patrick's Day, the celebration of the patron saint of Ireland. Probably most of you listening are recovering from your hangovers of green beer and corned beef, but inspired by that, here are three trivia questions about St. Patrick's Day. Among the traditions of green beer and corned beef, people tend to wear the traditional symbol of Ireland. The same way the rose is to England and the thistle is to Scotland, the symbol of Ireland is a three-leafed clover, also known as what? Edward. Shamrock. That's a shamrock. Nicely done. Did Thank you, you McDonald's. Yeah. I bet you buzzed in before the question was over. No, I didn't. I promise. <laughs> no, he did. I'm very aggressive. He put, in no, he, he, buzzed, he buzzed in after I read it. Oh, so the point, gosh, the point counts. Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. All right I'll just be quicker. Question number two. Another tradition of St. Patrick's Day is wearing the color green. This is supposed to make you invisible in order to avoid being pinched by what fairy of Irish folklore? Edward. Leprechaun? It's the leprechaun. Ooh, Very good. Threw me off. Yeah, yeah, that's what threw me too. Yeah, and I looked up I looked that up the, the other day. Apparently it's a type of fairy. I appreciate the the, the difficulty good. of that question. <laughs> that's exactly that why I put that in there. That's good. It was a it was a risk. All right, last question in current events. In order to trace illegal pollution sources. Plumbers released a fluorescent dye into a river, which spawned a 50-year-old St. Patrick's Day tradition of dyeing that same river green in what U.S. city? Edward. Boston? No. Ooh, uh, I know oh, yeah. it. George, do you have a guess? What is it? <laughs> don't ask him. That's cheating. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> Uh, it's Chicago. I knew it. Uh, uh, why did you say it? It was my second. Was between Boston and Chicago. Uh, okay. Yep. It's the oh, Chicago River. Uh, That's not fair. Ed is Irish. Only half of me, and I've been to Ireland twice. But well, there, there's your advantage. <laughs> uh, fun fact: the hundred pounds of dye that they dump into the river every year is an environmentally friendly vegetable-based dye. So if you take a swim in it, if you take a swim in the river and come out green, don't panic. You're not going to die. <laughs> I promise. All right. Let's continue on with our general knowledge round. Gwyneth Paltrow named her first daughter for what fruit? Georgie. Apple. It is apple. Ah. <laughs> uh, in 2006, what song became a global sensation for Gnarls Barkley? Georgie. Oh, no. It's not oh, no. Oh, I just blanked Time's up. Time's up. I know. Can Edward? I, do I have to officially buzz it? Yes, you do. Is it crazy? It is oh. crazy, and you are crazy for getting that answer correct. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I just got excited. No, I trust me. Same. Uh, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is the French translation for what fat day of the week? Georgie. Tuesday. Oh, it is Tuesday. You did not finish Back the question. Tuesday. I looked at her hand. 
You guys are getting way too specific here. Heck yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, premiering in 1959, what classic sci-fi TV series was hosted by Rod Serling? Georgie. The Twilight Zone? It is the Twilight oh, Zone. Yes. Very good. I don't know why the uh, 50s threw me off. Yeah. I had to put the 19, 1959 because Rod Serling hosted another series called uh, Night Gallery. Mm. Shout out to James McMillan for that awesome fact. Thanks, James. Uh, what company made the handheld video game device Game Boy? Edward. Nintendo. Nintendo. Not Sega. I only had one. So did I. Yeah. And I had a Sega, too. It wasn't years later. I had the N64. I didn't me have too. the handheld. I still have mine. Yeah, oh, me too. <laughs> and so the Sega Genesis I still mm. have. Uh, what 1980s musical duo was formed by George Michael and Andrew Ridgely? You said, what were the names again? Uh, George Michael and Andrew Ridgely. Oh, boy. I'm Wham. So sorry. Wham. Wham. Bam, bam. Thank Wake you. Me up. Nope. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All I know is George Michael alone, so it, just, it threw me Exactly. Wow. No one else remembers Andrew Ridgely. <laughs> oh, poor Andrew. That's crazy. Shout out to you, Andrew Ridgely, if you're listening somewhere. <laughs> uh, in the animated films, Eddie Murphy provides the voice of what sidekick of Shrek? Edward. Donkey. Of course it's I Donkey. I tried to do an impersonation. I cannot do that one. <laughs> donkey. There it is. Yeah. That's an impersonation of oh, Shrek saying donkey. donkey. I was going to try to do it as Eddie Murphy, and it was not going to work out. No way. I don't think I can do that either. We share a name, not a voice. <laughs> uh, a fathom is a unit of length equal to how many feet? A fathom. Can you fathom a guess? Georgie. We'll say three. No. Oh. Edward? Six. It is six. Nicely uh, done. I honestly thought it was six. Don't know why. Why do I know that? Just Water. popped in your head. Cool. <laughs> All right. Next one here. Dolly Parton starred in and sang the title song for what 1980 film? Edward? Best Little Whorehouse in Texas? No. Oh, no. Why Good guess, that? though. I know. Good guess. It's the other one. <laughs> oh, the other one. Come on, George. You no guys should know this. Is it A Star is Born? No. No, it's not. It's... Working nine to five, what a way to make a living. Who was in the original Stars Born? Is that Streisand? Well, there's and then there's one before her as well. Mm. Interesting. I got way off. (laughs) Yeah, we did. All right, last one in this round. We'll close it out with this one. Okay. More than half of the Amazon rainforest is located in what country? It's like I don't want to say anything because I'll be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Just think of a country in South America. Edward. Chile. No. I know. I know. <laughs> Brazil. I was going to say Brazil. <laughs> you keep saying you're going to say these answers. Just say them. But my brain knows that I was, I'm being honest, and that's all that matters. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's the only two countries I know in South America, Brazil and Chile. <laughs> so disappointed in ourselves. I'm always disappointed. Well, after round one, the score stands. Edward with six points and Georgia with three points. Take a breath, you two. Gather your thoughts because we got to take a break. Okay. All right. Uh, you're listening to Monarch Radio 95.1 KVCM, the voice of Valley College. We'll be right back.
you're listening to 95.1 KVCM, the voice of Valley College, you have tuned in to the Trivia Tavern. I'm your host, Kyle Sarah. After round one, the score is Edward with six points and Georgia with three points. You guys feeling warmed up? Oh, I'm ready. I think, warmed up. I think we should just end the game right now and call it a... Uh, no, we still got plenty of game to go. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It. Yeah, but at least. <laughs> well, yeah, if you win, george has got to cook you chicken dinner. Oh, okay. We this can just go like to battle for peace in the house. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It is pretty peaceful, but okay. <laughs> it is very peaceful. Uh, let's talk about uh, something that I, I wanted to bring up. Georgie, I think you posted this on your Instagram account. You guys went to an advanced screening of the movie Get Out, and you got to meet... One of my favorite comedians of all time, Jordan Peele, which I'm insanely jealous about. How did that go down? What was he like? He was very sweet. I always like uh, feel a little bit bad about the. I was like, gonna say going the same up. thing. Yeah. I feel bad. I always feel a little because they've just been Busy. like bombarded. Yeah. Ed was the brave one. He's like, let's go up, let's talk to him. When are we ever gonna get this chance again? So we went up and chatted with him. He was very sweet. Oh, Super good. sweet. Talked to everybody that he could. He stayed back. Um, he didn't have to. You know what I mean? Like, he mm-hmm. just kind of, we watched the movie, and then he stayed back afterwards. They had a little reception. He was one of the last people to leave by nice. the time we all got out. It was very, very cool. Did he tell you anything? Any, like, secrets that he wanted to give out about movie making or anything like that? Not me. And I Ed. think, it, I think <laughs> he whispered something into my ear. No, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like for most celebrities, when they, when they tell you secrets, it's like the same secret they're telling everyone, just so you mm-hmm. feel that special moment with them. Right. You, just talking to him and like you kind of black out when it happens because you're oh, just so yeah. starstruck you're and so you're starstruck. Like, I've watched you for so many years on your other shows and now he's writing and producing and directing all that right. stuff um, and now with the Twilight Zone question I think is that true happening he's supposed to be like the new host for a new Twilight Zone I series I did not hear that is that true mm-hmm. they're oh doing a new gosh. Twilight Zone series on CBS I think so um, but they're, and he's going to be at least producing it. I think uh-huh. he's also going to be hosting it. Oh my gosh. Right. I got to get on that. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so hard to, for, you know, at, for me at least, because I've been watching Keen Peel for years mm-hmm. to see him in, you know, such a comedic role. And all of a sudden he's transitioning to like horror and thriller and suspense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am ashamed to say I have not seen Get Out yet. So good. Okay. I know I need to get on Here's that. Here's the thing. I've only seen it once, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. Get Out is so good to the point where... I'm a big horror movie person. I love mm-hmm. horror movies. I love them through and through. He's gained my confidence so much so that I've been avoiding trailers for the for oh, us. Oh, me too. Because I, I'm I like, followed suit. I know I'm going to see it. Uh-huh. I don't want to know anything about it. I know I can trust you him. You want to be completely surprised. Yes. I love being blindsided. Yeah. Oh, nice. So and Bill I know Ward's that he'll do something good. But yeah. oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Even I went to go see Alita, and I came back from the restroom hoping the trailer didn't happen, and I sat down and it happened and I just looked down at my popcorn and didn't pay attention because I just the same thing like I followed suit I'm like I want to be fully uh, immersed in this world I know nothing about it's hard I'm, to do I'm looking now forward to it. yeah yeah trailers so give awesome. so much away mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes yeah that is so awesome well thank you very much for sharing that mm-hmm. you guys ready for another round sure oh, let's do this bartender another round of trivia please round two round two, round two. Round two. Round two. Round two. Aww. Round two. <laughs> That's awesome. You're not actually going to fight. Okay. Uh, round two is going to be our theme round, and this week we're bringing back the who, what, or where round. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read off up to ten clues pertaining to a particular person, place, or thing. Each clue is worth a different amount of points and will get progressively easier as we go down. If you guess correctly on the first clue, it's worth ten points. Guess correctly on the second clue, it's worth nine points. Third, third clue worth eight points, so on and so forth. However, if you guess incorrectly, you are locked out for the remainder of that question. So, answer wisely. This uh, round takes the I am, you are format. So I'm going to say I am, and you must answer with you are blank. Okay, here we go. First one. Who am I? I am a fictional character 
A Brit by birth, I spend a lot of time away from England. My favorite sport is played in the air. Georgie. You are Harry Potter. I am Harry Potter. Very good. I thought you were Kyle. This is mm. one big lie. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about fictional character immediately. I'm ready. And I was just You're like, what? Honestly, I was thinking about... Like, well, that's your own fault. Oh, my gosh. Totally just <laughs> forgot the first fact you said. <laughs> All right. Harry Potter. Next one. What am I? I am a mammal. I live in groups. I am found in Africa and Asia. Georgie. You are elephants? No. Mm. Good guess, though. All right, Ed, this is all to yourself. I am a pachyderm, or thick-skinned animal. Though I only eat plants, I sometimes kill people. Ed? I want the points. You are hippopotamus. Yes, I am a hippopotamus. Very good. <laughs> I was like, I think I know, but I, I didn't want more points because she nailed that last one. <laughs> I was actually waiting for, to get to the uh, pachyderm clue because usually pachyderms are synonymous with elephants. And someone mm -hmm. would have guessed elephant. I would have been like, ha ha, fooled you. I, I love the, the fact elephant. That, uh, and, uh, but the fact about like the whole, they're vegetarian, but they're like, they could mess themselves up. Oh, yeah. Up. They're mean. Yeah. They, they can take on the you jungle out. cruise? Oh, my gosh. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. The, uh, the, your cruise guide shoots him with a gun anyway, <laughs> yes. so you'll be safe. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Whoops, sorry. <laughs> no. We've all been to Disney. All right, next one. <laughs> Where am I? I am a famous structure. I am one of the world's most visited tourist attractions. I was built entirely by hand. I am a world heritage site. I am made of stone. Georgie. You are the pyramids? No. Come on. <laughs> All right, Ed. I am in Asia. Should have waited one more clue. Literally. Oh. Ed. The great, you are the Great Wall of China. I am the Great Wall of China. Have you seen that amazing movie about the wall? I just uh, get so excited. What was that movie that came out like two years ago? Was it just Great wall? wall? Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the factual movie in the <laughs> It's, a, it's like it's like gladiator it. It being wasn't that historically bad, was, accurate. Yeah, it was not. A, oh gosh, oh, I'm CGI sure. was cool. That's a, about it. All right, next one. I did not see it. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen that either. I, I, I know I need to. Most people never heard of it. So okay, next one. Who am I? I am a female singer. You know it. I was born in Staten Island in 1980. My background is Irish and Ecuadorian. At age 12, I was a member of the new Mickey Mouse Club. In 2001, I made the top 20 in FHM's Sexiest Women Poll. Edward. I'm just going to go with it. Uh, you are Christina Aguilera. Yes, Christina really? Aguilera. Wow. guess. Oh, I should have trusted my gut. But Mickey I didn't... Mouse thing, too. I was like, it's her and Britney. I was so going to say, I'm, I was thinking that one of you was going to say Britney. Yeah. I always okay. want to say the other B word after it's Britney. Uh-oh. Her song. Mm. I won't. We're family. <laughs> all right. Next one. Get, get <laughs> what am I? I was invented in 1913. I am a type of fastener. I am usually made of metal. I bridge the gap. I can be fast. 
Georgie. You are a stapler. No. <laughs> it can't just be as simple as I think it is. These clues are just going to descend into just innuendo. <laughs> I can be dangerous, especially for men. <laughs> you can find me on oh. clothing. You're out of the, you're out of the home. It's just me being. You can find me on clothing. <laughs> I'm common on jeans. Ed, you are a zipper. I am a zipper. Oh. Was that what you were thinking, Georgie? Yeah. No, she knew it. I, I just, I kind of wanted you to do more clues just so I could see her face cringe every time. And I'm like, no, I guess I should. Buzz You'll get less points, answer. though. I know, but it was worth it for her face. All right, uh, podcast. All right, last one. We'll close it out with this one. Support. Where am I? So supportive, Edward. <laughs> Where am I? I am a structure. I am in the Middle East. I am also a major tourist attraction. I am at least 4,500 years old. I am located on sand. I am near Cairo. I am near the pyramids. Georgie. You are the Sphinx. I am the Sphinx. Very good. I want, she's from Egypt, so I want to like let her feel Don't like give me empowered. That. Don't you give me that. <laughs> I always got to take it away from you. I was going to say the Sphinx the first time with the stone, too, before the Great Wall. Well, I got Wall. really nervous because I've been so trigger-happy. So I love it. And then, yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's all good for Ed if you're trigger-happy. <laughs> right. Are you originally Sphinx. from Egypt or your family's mm-hmm. from Egypt? No, I was born there. Oh, that's awesome. So we came over when I was two. Cool. Yeah. I was going to say Sphinx like two ones ago. Mm-hmm. Just because I have nothing to lose anymore. Sure. All right. After two rounds, our scores stand at Ed. You have 26. And Georgia, you have 15. You drunk yet? Well, good, because we're coming back for another round here on Monarch Radio 95.1 KVCM. This is the Trivia Tavern. Joker systems are offline. Radio, the new online radio that makes you happy. Continue listening to 95.1 KVCM, the voice of Valley College. This is the Trivia Tavern, recommended by four out of five dentists. Tonight I'm joined by Hollywood actors Edward Wafter and Georgia Captain. Right now the score stands at Edward with 26 points, Georgia with 15 Ready for another round? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Bartender, make it snappy. Round three. Round, round three. Round three. So cool. Round three is our audio puzzle round. And this week, our audio puzzle is called, What's the Score? Now, I must mention to our listening audience a little bit of uh, context here. Uh, that the three of us currently work at the studio tour attraction at Universal Studios Hollywood. So our jobs revolve a lot around movies. And just as popular as the characters are in movies are the movie scores, those iconic soundtracks that we know and love and are synonymous with the movie itself. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play 15 to 20 second snippets of famous movie scores. For up to two points, I need you to buzz in and tell me the name of the movie, which the score is from, and the decade in which it premiered. I figured... Trying to guess the exact year is kind of a one in a million shot, so I just need the decade in which it premiered. Uh, please wait until the music stops before buzzing in. Got it? Got it. All right. I'm so scared. Me too. You should be. No, no, this is going to be good. All right. Here's the first one. 
Edward. Do you not know it? I do know it, but I oh, I didn't. Yeah, I got it's lost one of the music. And the <laughs> You're like, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> uh, the movie is called Back to the Future. It is Back to the Future. And when did it premiere? 1980s. It was the 1980s. So 1980. I'm not gonna say it because I'm gonna be wrong. I mean, I mean, you can. I'm not gonna give it's you a 85? point for it. It was 85 because yeah. I was the present year in the movie. Yeah. All right. Good job. All right, next oh one. Gosh, if we both didn't know that one, it's <laughs> no, a good so song. Relaxed. Exactly. So like, and you forget, yeah. It's like musical chairs. Like, oh, the song ended. <laughs> <I should press laughs> the button. It's such an iconic track. You do kind of get lost ride. in it. Yeah. Oh, so good. I miss the ride too. Me too. Yeah. All right, next track. Again, what movie is this from, and which decade did it premiere? Georgie. Yes. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. 1970s. No. Wait, what? <gasps> what? 1970s? 1970s? Wait, was it not? Wait, June 11th, 1993. <laughs> I was thinking Jaws. Oh, would I get a point for it? Yes, I'll you do. It. Cool. I, I didn't realize it was like a, I thought. We were... No, you get a ch- you get a chance to steal it. Um, what was it? June 11th, 1993. Even knows the exact date as the 1990s. Thought Jaws, and I was like, oh, no, we do 19. 19- oh, it came out yeah. in 1976. No, okay. I get it. I, I was get like, it. what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Not I Jaws. Just, I just mixed up my Spielberg <laughs> classics, y'all. You are fired. I'm fired. We also, <laughs> since we're we have really cool experiences in our life, I'm very lucky for things we've lucked out of with. Uh, we saw Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom at the premiere at the uh, Walt oh, really? Disney concert hall. Nice. All of them were there and such. It was okay, in my opinion. I kind of like the the first one better, the first Jurassic Park. I know better than that, but I'm happy that the first Jurassic actual... Park trumps all of them. Yeah, I'm happy that they're making like all these three movies tied in compared to the first trilogy, right? Which were just like separate movies, yeah. dinosaurs. Also, I should uh, give credit where credit is due. A Back to the Future was composed by Alan Silvestri, mm. and of course, Jurassic Park by the great John Williams. All right, next one. What movie is this from, and what decade? <laughs> Edward. E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Yes. What decade? Uh, <laughs> that's so close on the cusp. I want to say 1980s. It was the 1980s. 1984? 1982. Ooh. That was also by the great John Williams yes. and uh, Mr. Bruce Botnick. All right. Next one. Captain America First Avenger. No. Uh, you were smiling during that I track. I thought you knew it. I got confident. Jordy, <laughs> <laughs> do you have a guess? It sounds familiar. I'm just, I'm wild guessing here. We're, uh, we're going to go Star Wars. No. It sounds so epic. You guys are going to kick yourselves. Like Mar- Probably. Batman Begins. I was going to say Dark Knight, so I would have been wrong either way. Well, I would have given you that because it's part of a series. Uh, just for shiggles, uh, what decade did it premiere? Batman Begins. That was 2000. Oh. No, no. No point. No okay, point yeah, about um, it here. I think it was 2005. It was 2005, so the 2000s. Numbers uh, are my strong suit. <laughs> They're not mine. <laughs> the 70s, clearly. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Uh, that was by Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard. All right, next track up. 
you being nice to me? No, right I'm now? not sure either. Oh, no. <laughs> this composer makes these two movies sound very similar. Edward? I will say Indiana Jones. No. That's what I was afraid of. Oh, no. <laughs> Georgie? I know what it is. <laughs> now I feel silly. What is it? Okay. Well, hold on. Georgie, do you have a guess? No. Guess. Ed, what is it? Is it Star Wars? No, it's not See, Star I was Wars. Of being is. completely I wrong. It, it sounds like John Williams. It is John Williams. This is probably one of his earlier pieces, unless Wait. he made something before this. Wait, this was. Can you play it again? You want me to play it again? Drive me crazy. Do we have time? Is it Master of the Universe? No. Hold on. I've heard of a guy named Christopher Reeve. Superman. It is Superman, Superman? from 1978. I never watched yeah. those. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> that is no excuse. You're not allowed to watch movies before you're born. That's a rule. How are you supposed to watch them before? I don't know. I love E.T. though. <laughs> <laughs> don't, like, don't read it. Don't, yeah, don't, don't backtrack that one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hopefully we can climb out of this wreckage soon. All right. Next one. Waterworld. Waterworld. There you go. What year? 1995. 1995. <laughs> we hear that in the park every single day. I'm good with numbers sometimes. Sometimes you know, I get it completely wrong. You know what's weird? In that rotating uh, track of um, Universal themes that they, they run in the park, they have Waterworld, they have E.T., mm -hmm. but they don't have Back to the Future. Which is what bananas. Yeah. yeah, and we have a character... Doc, Doc Brown. Brown. Yeah. Why not? I'm wondering, maybe it's some sort of like licensing agreement or something, I guess. We tried watching Waterworld two years ago. It's we hard. fell asleep. I loved it as a kid. Hard. How's it? We watched it. It's, it's long. long. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. I mean, John Williams composes it, which is great, but mm -hmm. that doesn't make up for it. It's like three hours. Uh, actually, yeah, you are incorrect on that. It wasn't John Williams. It was James Newton Howard. Ooh. I love How dare you? Though. Wait, he was not part of that at all? <laughs> no, he was not. I lied to so many people about that. <laughs> They should Wikipedia. Anyone who has taken Edward Rafter's tour, you have been lied to. John Williams, I'm sorry. <laughs> Such a nice guy, I assume. All right, next one up. This one is iconic. Oh, no pressure. So better, we better get it right. I'm so afraid. know it's iconic i don't know it this has been heard in I know. countless I hear it all the time. countless tearjerker movie trailers mm -hmm. but it was written for a specific movie can you take a wild guess oh boy can you give us any clues about the movie because it's we're yeah. uh, clueless about this is it a it's a martial arts movie that doesn't even help but thank you so much that's so <laughs> kind of you very kind think of who was the most famous martial artist in history bruce wayne is the movie called? Is <laughs> <laughs> the movie called Bruce, Bruce Lee? Lee? <laughs> no. Oh, it is Dragon: The Bruce Lee Story, starring oh. Jason Scott Lee, which came out in 1993, I believe. 1993. Composed by Randy Edelman. I know it's the such song. a it's such a great it's yeah. the song is called The Dragon's Heartbeat, which is one of my all-time favorite movie scores, 
it was written for that movie, but since then it's become synonymous with movie trailers. And you hear it, we hear it, we hear yeah, that all, t- and thing. you guys have to play that on the tour as yeah. well. That's haunting. It is haunting, and it will haunt you for the rest of your life. I'm never going to watch the movie. <laughs> I already forgot what it's called. It's a good movie. Dragon Tales. No. Nope. <clears throat> good night, everybody. It's an animated feature. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> all right, all right. Three more here. Three more. Okay. All right. Titanic? It is Titanic. Wow, wow that was like, you oh, were just lost in, in like a tranquil yeah, kind of mind during that. Time. Uh, what decade? The 90s. It was the 90s. Uh, 96. More sp- 97. Ooh. 1997. That was composed by the late James Horner. All right, two more here. You can tell we didn't respond because we never heard of that person. <laughs> but he's, he made magic for that movie. Two more. Okay. This is my favorite. Oh, gosh, no pressure. Can I just say, no, I'm not guessing yet. The answer. <laughs> Kyle looks adorable because you could tell this oh was his God. favorite song. <laughs> I will. True. I will say it's Fiole Goes West. No, I do. You're a you're, risk. you're <laughs> close like, with the with the genre there. Oh, <clears throat> not the animation. Okay, that was a risk. Yeah, I. Oof. George, do you have a guess? Uh, <laughs> do we have? Can I get a clue? I mean, it is a Western, that and that's, that's close a clue I'm going to give that's you. That's the only Western I've ever watched, ever. <laughs> Bible goes west. It is The Magnificent Seven. I never saw oh. that. Yeah, Great movie. Things. Not the remake. Oh. Not the remake with Chris Pratt and Denzel Washington. That was a remake. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The original came out in 1960, and the score was composed by Elmer Bernstein. <sighs> Shout out to Elmer Bernstein for creating some of my favorite, favorite movie scores. Yeah. All right, last one here. Last one. This is really good. sad um, <laughs> or it was like romantic I'm trying to think of the genre it could even be I'll give you a clue it okay. stars Jim Carrey Georgie Truman Show it is the Truman oh, Show that be. that's her favorite movie. nicely done I'm very bad at scores can you guess the decade in which it premiered 90s it was the 90s very good I'm gonna pull an Edward <laughs> <laughs> what year 96 no Edward, do you have a guess? No, I just watched it for the first time this year. Oh, oh really? 2018, I watched it for the first time. It, it was, was... Uh, 1998. Mm. Wow. Composed by Burkhard Dahlwitz. Burkhard Dahlwitz composed that. All right, after three rounds of trivia, Edward stands at 35, mm-hmm. Georgie Heck with yeah. 18. Two points. On the other side of the break, those scores will be at risk in our last and final round, in which it is anybody's game. You won't want to miss it here on Monarch Radio 95.1 KVCM.
continue listening to 95.1 KVCM, the voice of Valley College. A quick little plug before we move on. If you were here with us last week, my two guests were Benjamin Zeke and Travis Griffin. We run a business called Home Game Entertainment, where we specialize in authentic game show recreations. At the end of July, we will be conducting our annual fundraiser called the 25-Hour Game Show Throwdown. For 25 hours straight, we will be playing uh, game shows with live contestants with a different game show every hour. This uh, will take place at the Hilton Hotel in Glendale on July 26th through the 28th and will be streamed live on Twitch.com. We will be raising money for the Children's Miracle Network hospitals, with hospitals being represented all over the country. For more information and if you want to sign up to attend as a contestant or if you want to start donating to our page, uh, please go to homegameentertainment.com slash throwdown. Uh-oh. That sound means that this is time for the last call. This is our last and final round of the game. Uh, this round will be played in the style of Final Jeopardy. Please remember your scores. Uh, Edward, you have 35 points. Georgie, you have 18. I will give you a category. And you'll wager any or all of your points. Then you'll have 30 seconds to respond to the clue. And yes, you must respond in the form of a question. The player with the most points at the end of this round wins the game. Are you ready? I am prepared. Good. Ready. All right. (laughs) Tonight's last call category is... Famous failures. Famous failures. We're not the answer, right? I'm not trying to tell you anything, we're I promise. Not we're not, we're <laughs> famous <laughs> failures. Okay, that is, that is the category. Now, think about it. Is this from Carmen Sandiego? It is. That's adorable. Part of How much are you going to risk? All right, please put your wagers face down in front of you. Okay. And once I have read the clue, you will have 30 seconds to write your response to the category Famous Failures. And here is your clue. This famous animator was once fired from a newspaper he worked for for, quote, lacking imagination and having no original ideas, unquote. 30 seconds. Good luck. down. Famous failures. Uh, Georgie, you're behind with 18 points. Mm-hmm. First of all, show me your response. I answered so confidently and now I'm afraid. Who is Dr. Seuss? Unfortunately, that is incorrect. <gasps> Good guess, though. How much did you wager? All of it, man. You all wagered all of it. You yeah. had to go for broke on that one in order to try and catch up. That's We're horrible okay. competitors because I'm like, yeah, if good you for put, you. If you do one point, I'm out for the count. Honestly, we play games at home and I'm like, I, <laughs> we're so not competitive, but like, yeah. All right, so Georgie, unfortunately, that drops you down to zero. Edward, you have 35. What was your response? My response was, who is Walt Disney? Who is Walt Disney? 
And you are absolutely right. Oh, it yay. was Walt Elias Disney. Elias is what I wrote. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me. I know his middle name. No, I didn't. How, how no. much did you wager? Did you wager? Two anything? points. Two I points because that's all you needed. <laughs> Congratulations, Ed. You are tonight's champion. Oh, my gosh. There's confetti everywhere. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Your win, of course, includes bragging rights. And as a prize, I'm giving you a six-episode DVD of America's favorite quiz show, Jeopardy. Congratulations. Now, Georgie, unfortunately, you have to pay your tab, but you won't be going home empty-handed. From the makers of the popular Jackbox games, and I promise I'm not trying to tell you something, you will get a DVD of all six episodes of the game show, You Don't Know Jack. Oh, I don't know Jack. (laughs) Have you ever seen the game show version? No, that's oh, cute. Though. It's, it's actually pretty funny. It was hosted by uh, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee oh, Herman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right on. It was pretty cool. Congratulations, guys. Uh, Ed, if people, want to, if people want to follow you or if you have anything to plug, where can people find you? Uh, in life? We don't... <laughs> <laughs> don't give... Not your address. I mean, like, your social media channels. <laughs> uh, I'm at t- uh, nearest Taco Bell. Uh, what else? I'm sure if, like, I get famous, my, like, agent will be like, you gotta do this to be popular. Well, you know what? When your book comes oh out, we'll gosh. post it on our page. Yeah. yeah. I would, yeah, I would work with you guys. All right, cool. And I, I'll make my own, like, separate If you, if you want to find Ed, you'll find a picture of him on our Facebook page. Unfortunately, that's all you're gonna get. Yeah, I'm, I'm real. I'm a human. Yeah, hit me up. Hit Kyle up, and we'll walk, we'll walk it out together. Uh, Georgie, if people want to follow you, if you have anything to plug, where can people find you? Oh, boy, yo. Um, Honestly, go to Taco Bell. You'll find us. Well, there. we're both at Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> we're the, uh, but now you have a podcast coming up. I do up. have oh, a podcast yeah. coming up. So if you guys want to follow the podcast, um, nothing is officially on it yet, but we do have Instagram. Um, it's at Mammoth Talks, Ooh. and it's the um, Elephant in the Room podcast. Nice. So that's where you'll find us on that, and then the Elephant in the Room is going to be the other handles to find us on, like Facebook and uh, Twitter and stuff like and that. And where can people go and see this uh, It's Personal Gross show? That will be at the Complex Theater. There are two shows. The first one is going to be March 25th. Okay. 28th? March 28th. Um, and then April 25th is the second one. So they're a month apart. The first one is going to be at the flight in, okay. in the complex theater. I'll post it on the <laughs> Facebook page. Uh, folks, thank you very much for joining us tonight in the Trivia Tavern. To listen to this and other fine shows on this station, go to www.labc.edu slash kvcm or download the TuneIn app and search kvcm. Follow this show on all the social medias, all at Trivia Tavern. That just leads me to thank Edward Rafter, Georgina Captain, our station manager, Jess Callejas, uh, station director, Jason Beaton. We're on a 167-hour break. We'll see you next week. And until then, remember that two wrongs don't make a right, but three rights make a left. And you've been listening to Monarch Radio 95.1 KVCM, the voice of Valley College. I'm Kyle Sarah. Quiz responsibly.